0: Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including music news. Give me a
1: beat!
0: It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine.
1: And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news?
0: This is the beat.
1: Alrighty. What do you want to
0: start with? Start with the weekend.
2: Yeah, let's start with the weekend and uh, see if anybody could figure this out. So, the weekend. Non-Grammy award-winning, at least from the most recent awards, The Weeknd, added yet another line to his resume. Broke the Billboard Hot 100 record for the longest charting solo song after 78 weeks on the charts. Okay, Okay, so Blinding Lights has been on the Hot 100 78 weeks in a row somewhere on the charts. Have you already looked and seen who he just... Okay, this is great. Who do you think held the record previously at 77 weeks? Bonus if you get the artist and the song, but I, I, you'll never guess.
0: So 77 weeks on at number one at or number just one. on the Not chart. at number
2: one, just on the Hot 100. So the weekend is now the longest tenured solo act on the Hot 100 with 78 weeks in a row with this song, Blinding Lights. It took down... Another solo act, of course.
0: Ed Sheeran.
2: No, go not a bad guess. guess. But go back in time, maybe like another five or ten years before. And it is a guy with kind of long hair and a guitar. Shaggy hair and a guitar.
0: Guy with shaggy hair and a guitar. Uh, not Eddie Vedder. No. Uh, pop artist.
2: Yes, yep, yeah, pop and earworm kind of a song.
0: Okay. Um, Do you want an audio
2: clue? Yes. Hadam bum bam bam bum bum bum
0: bum bum Jason
2: Mraz.
0: Oh, I love Jason. Does he have shaggy hair? I
2: think he did. Didn't he have shaggy hair underneath that fedora? Uh, I'm yours. He's
0: extremely talented. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best. Um, okay, okay. You wouldn't have thought that though, right? I wouldn't have guessed this. No, and no. I didn't know that it was 10 years before that. He I saw him perform on on TV, but it was the Kennedy Center Honors.
2: Oh, boy, and you love that show.
0: I it's so good. <laughs> um even though I missed the latest. I know. Thank you to my cable company. Hey. Um so this song came out in I don't, Is that
2: 07? That's my guess.
0: 2012. No. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
3: 2000, this song? Yeah. It says it? here it was posted on YouTube in 2008.
0: Oh, maybe you're right, Steve. <laughs> oh, it's good.
2: Nice. Grant with the clap back. He's not going to get pushed around. but debba,
1: herba. I
2: hate this song. I love what? Jason Mraz. No! I just can't stand this song. I know it's me. It's not you, Jason. It's me. Really? Just, what that, do you hate about that That song comes it? on and I am Spotify, skip track, give me an ad, get me out of here.
0: Why? What is it that
2: you don't like about it? The sound? I think more than anything. I don't wow, know. Wow, you're feels so weird. Kind of there, Steve. I'm sorry. It just feels a little, <laughs> I don't know. It's a little bubble gum for me. It's okay, just a little... that's
0: fair. That's
2: fair. But it sounds good. Like if he played it in my living room, I'd be like, dude, you're good.
0: What if it was John Mayer singing it? Would you feel differently? Well,
2: I do like John Mayer's you voice do. more than Jason Mraz, so maybe. Oh, all right. Just not in love with that song. All right,
0: you're not in love with that. I'll tell you what I'm not in love with. I'm not in love with this '80s crap coming back into fashion. Hey. Cool. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, Joe Jonas. Joe. Born in 1989. Uh, he's got a new shoe. Kay? Okay. It's a luxury. Uh sneaker i guess you could say and i will link this up for everybody so you can see it link it up up. yeah these look like something that grandpa would be wearing like you almost need them to be they're one step away from being velcro (laughs) you know
2: which boy i wouldn't mind seeing that come back i used to call them patch shoes when i was a little little kid oh interesting Uh, mom have you seen my patch shoes (laughs) So it's kind of like you put it down on a patch, you know?
1: These are, the are longer hitters. I've looked
2: at them, they're ugly. What? What? It's not just a callback to the 80s. For me, it's a callback to about the turn of the millennia with the, I've never known how to properly say it. Socony or Saucony shoes? You remember those? Yes. Oh, I still wear those. Actually. <laughs> well, well, and maybe, but it reminds me of the style that was out with those. All it is missing is that that line, that stripe down the side. It's
0: like pleather. They're like yeah. pleather iridescent shoes. They're kind of like a silvery, bluish purple, and apparently, when it hits a certain light, it changes
2: color. All I know is they look like they'd be nineteen ninety nine at Target. Yep.
0: Correct.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. I wonder how much they are though.
2: Fully identify what Six, the...
3: Here's like a Men Sakani original black and silver, 60 bucks. Nice. Zappos, they've got some really ugly red ones for $34.95.
0: I want to know how much Joe Jonas's are. $298. 200 dollars No. Nope. $298. Move along, fool. Those are hideous. Yeah, $298. Not going to happen,
2: nope they only have one size thirteen left in stock. Should I buy it?
0: <laughs> yes, and you should get different color shoelaces, like orange or something.
2: They are the picture on the actual website, the landing page for when you where you buy them on Koyo, k o i o they they don't read as navy blue at all. They read very transitional color mm. that you're saying Donna happens when it hits the right light, yeah, a metallic metallicy thing and then it's like a burgundy patch on the heel oh listen
0: there's some pink in it i can see they're
2: awful Mm-mm. i'm
0: so glad you guys agree yeah, with me so I'm i don't sound you, like Dana. an old lady
2: no mm-hmm. you wear these and you'll look like an old man you're right <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> thank you wow you can just spend 300 dollars on nothing sneakers i guess i mean wow.
0: i'm blown away that people spend like 1200 dollars on a purse or yeah. even $500. Like, I don't think I would pay more than $100 for any kind of purse, handbag.
2: Yeah, you don't want to spend a lot of money on a thing that carries your money. It feels <laughs> like excessive. Right? Just speaking of Velcro, Velcro wallets. Oh, yes. Remember those? Yeah, you know what? We were, we were in California, I tell the 32nd story, California, uh, about 10 years ago, 15 years ago when we were getting married, my father in law. Who at the time, you know, practicing ER doctor, he's doing fine. And then he went to pay for dinner and he pulled out his wallet and.
1: No, he didn't. To which my
2: filter free brother in law, Dave Costello, was like, Whoa, Velcro. We're doing Velcro. <laughs> He still paid for the dinner, but he was—he never <laughs> oh heard the end gosh, of it. Gosh, that is hilarious! <laughs> okay, so uh, from the world of Velcro to how things have advanced, we got a little tech talk when we come back. Okay. Facebook has announced uh, announced the new device that they're going to be releasing, taking dead aim on Apple. Tell you what, it is. Would you buy it? And then there's something happening in Atlanta that will either be a giant waste of money or will change the way that we experience movies in the future. We'll tell you about it when we come back on Donna and Steve on my time. Hey,
0: we gotta say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast.
2: And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs,
0: hey guys Hey, it's a microphone. hey don't hey. try this i'm a professional donna does her
2: own stunts <laughs> mike <laughs> fall off the stand again yeah
0: pretty much yep yep not exactly but anyway oh, uh we're man. back hey it's how's really it going? nice to
2: see you donna. <laughs> <laughs> when know. are you coming back i don't know I Monday? fix the, the mic and then i'll come back <laughs> i'm done <laughs> fixed no It's not. I'll be back eventually.
3: Your mic, Steve, that you usually use when you're in there. On Saturday, I was here with uh, Steph and Steph for Weekly Dish, I believe it is their show. Yeah. Fell right off the boom. So, for the entire segment, she's doing an interview. Holding it? Holding the the whole base, the whole square unit, holding it up like this for a good eight minutes. And by the time she was done, her arm was just nothing.
2: Oh, it was bad. I feel like we have to say it out loud. That's the only way that we'll create change, Donna, right? You got it, buddy. If Shibesby and Seaman are listening right now, they're placing orders, Fast and Furious.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or we just fixed it after the segment, but that's okay. Or they'll just
2: tell us afterward, hey, don't bring it
0: up. It's time for Tech Talk.
2: Uh, Let's start by talking about Facebook. What Facebook is doing, they are preparing an Apple Watch competitor. This according to The Verge. On the front, there will be a display, mainly for video calls. On the back, an autofocus camera that can be used when you take the watch off of your wrist. That seems stupid. Also, uh, somehow, <clears throat> thank you. Somewhere on this watch, two detachable <laughs> cameras and a heart rate monitor. I don't know. Detachable I don't know.
0: cameras. How does I guess that work?
2: I, we all wonder this. Wow. The reason for all of those cameras on your watch from Facebook that they're planning to release is so that you can then easily send images to Facebook, easily send images to Instagram. It could also be part of the uh, Mark Zuckerberg's Master Augmented Reality Plan. These watches will link up with smart glasses that Facebook is planning to release later this year. Mark Zuckerberg so bullish on high tech glasses that he once predicted they'll become as common as mobile phones. Wow. It's gonna launch next summer, by the way, the Facebook watch.
0: Will you talk about the smartwatch in general, like the Apple Watch? Like what does it do? Like what is the purpose of having that? What does it do for you that your phone doesn't do?
2: Um, not a lot that your phone doesn't do. There are health benefits. It's It can sort of serve as a life alert. It's kind of tracking your heart, you know, your resting heart rate. So if it becomes elevated and you're not doing exercise, it can detect that and reach out to emergency services. Likewise, if you took a hard fall, um, it would also be able to help you out. So kind of like it's got some life alert vibes. I've fallen mm. and I can't get up. Really, it is for... Um, for me, this is this is stupid. And somebody else could explain why this is why it's great and why they love it. I have an Apple Watch and I would rate it about a six and a half or a seven out of ten. Oh really? Cool. Yeah.
0: Well it's, cool. it's, it's just great. It's really strange to watch somebody talking to their wrist. Yeah, no, that's
2: kind of convenient. Okay, so yes.
0: but they've got their phone in their other hand.
2: Not always. You know not like, always. Okay, you so you can get it with cellular. So, so, so
0: sometimes
2: good. You get ten dollars a month. And you pay for the cellular connectivity, then your phone can be off. Your phone can be at home. You can be at the store. I don't want to go out with my phone. I just want to have my watch on, uh-huh. okay, and then this, I can make a call. This
0: is what I see a friend doing.
2: She'll- Say the name. Amy.
1: <laughs> Amy. Hi, Amy. Amy. So Blames. Amy
0: will look at her <laughs> wrist.
1: Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: To read something, mm-hmm. then she responds to the text on her phone. So I'm just like it. Just feels like a lot of gadgets.
2: Yeah, I, I there's I think that that's a valid beef to have. You kind of have to fine tune how you use it. For me, uh, Donna, you know I have the weight of the world on my oh, shoulders. Oh, absolutely. Every day. <laughs> and one really good thing, and I am very organizationally challenged. Me too. And I have a little, a lot of floating little things that are popping up at random points throughout the day. This has been helpful. It's a, it's a better reminder and alarm system than the phone is. Something happened along the way where Apple's reminders on the iPhone started to suck. Mm -hmm. I don't know. They just stopped working. The app would like uh, auto-archive itself. It was really bizarre. Yes. So this has saved me of, like, call Donna back. I'm with you there. It it is nice for that. The only thing... Do you find, Steve, that
3: when you use... The cellular aspect of talking, I mean, I loved it because, you know, growing up like Dick Tracy, I, I think right. it's just cool to be able to talk on your watch. But I find that sometimes it's not as fine-tuned. It doesn't work as well as I want it to when I want to use the watch as a as a phone or send a voice message through my phone. So that's why Amy, your <laughs> friend, might be just uh, <laughs> using it to look at her phone, see the message, and respond on her phone. Because sometimes it doesn't always work as well as I want it to.
2: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would agree with that. You know? But still, mm-hmm. fun to
3: have, you know. And if you're a healthy person, they're great for tracking exercise and
0: right. Heart rate. And yeah. that's another thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is I'm also sure a nice I'm sure she's using thing. it for when she runs,
2: Donna. The built-in, uh, it's like having a tile that helps you to find a sure. device. Like, check this Love out. It. I'm going to hit this button. Love it.
0: By the way,
2: there's your phone. Yeah, my phone. My phone is right behind me. Everybody, that's the most yeah. I need, thing in my t- house. I
0: need a new tile. I need a new tile. On, but I read a story recently that told. Uh, of a situation where a woman gets home from a party and she finds a tile in her purse and she's oh. like, what is this? So she oh. took it apart, took the battery out of it, whatever, disabled it. Yeah. And I was like, scary. Yeah. I didn't Ooh. have a tile before. So someone was like trying Ooh. to track her. So be careful
2: out there. Okay. we got a couple of minutes. I want to tell you about something called the Illuminarium. Okay. $30 million went into this. They say it's like walking into a movie. Let me explain. This is happening. It's going to be open in Atlanta in July. Go to that link and scroll down, and it will show you. Outside, it looks like this mega movie theater complex. What's happening on the inside is the concept would be it's like walking into a high-definition movie. It's being projected on walls that are 350 feet wide. 22 feet tall. It is also being projected on the ground underneath you. The first movie that they're showing at the Illuminarium is a safari across Africa. The second experience, now in production, will put visitors on the surface of the moon where their footsteps across the venue floor appear to kick up moon dust. Wow. Oh, so neat. S- scroll down and then you I can't.
0: See- it kicked me off.
2: Oh, really? Get, there's an X at the... If you, is it oh, so here we go.
0: Now I can see it.
2: There you go.
1: Okay,
0: like send, uh, no, like and your this aunt, big link. ad keeps coming up. Uh-oh, we don't know what happened here. Email us and include the link you were trying to access so we can fix it. So, Aww. you're going to have to describe it. It's a to
2: oh, what a bummer. So Grant, do you see that picture that is rotating images about halfway down in this fastcompany.com article? Yes. And it just shows how it's immersive and all around you. And I'll say when we were at Disney, they have a couple rides now that are Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway comes to mind all up the walls on the ground beneath you and it feels really immersive so i like seeing this tech i hope it takes off it wouldn't replace movies maybe in 50 years but it's a cool concept let's play it right. all right all right 651 641 1071 that's the number that you can call to play the college of pop culture knowledge <laughs> call now uh, nailed it
0: you know what's tougher than working out Working out alone. The YMCA is the perfect place to bring a workout buddy or find a trainer who can help you stay committed to your exercise schedule. When I'm chatting with a friend, my workout is more fun and goes by so much quicker. Grab a pal and join the Y by June 17th to get $10 enrollment and pay no dues until August. Sign up at YMCANorth.org. All right, we got a caller on the line, correct? Yes, we do. Then shall we play a game? Let's do it. Time to go to... College, 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 college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball.
3: Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna.
1: Donna's the smart
3: one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. All right, two more games, you guys, today and tomorrow. We should have some fun here. Steve won yesterday, bringing the score of 56 I remember that. to 55. Tried to get Donna to double down on it. She would not.
2: Yeah, God, we'll get it again. Let's see what no, happens. stop
3: doing that. Maybe one more, one last one for the, you know, maybe Friday. We
2: yeah, could. we're we're we're, we're no. moving Grant over to the lion's den. <laughs> He's going to work <laughs> no. for LoJ. Rocco. We're doing a little switcheroo to just help everybody produce better, have more efficient work days, yada, yada. So we gotta give it to I am Grant before he leaves. One little fun, one fun round for tomorrow. I'll think of something for us. But right now, today
3: we have Kirsten from Zimmerman on the phone with us. How you doing, Kirsten?
0: I'm doing great, thank
1: you.
2: Kirsten, um, I'm gonna guess your age. Okay. 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 <laughs> Just introduce yourself. Just say hello. My name is Kirsten.
0: Hello, my name is Kirsten.
2: Okay. Now, I'm just going to tell it, and we, we'll either be friends after this or we won't, but I really have a good gut feeling about this. I believe that you are 47 years old.
0: Wow. Oh. I am 48, but really oh. Bam. Oh. Wow. Wow.
2: <laughs> Guys, Kirsten, eat wow. that. I could work at a carnival. I
0: think you could. If you wanted to have a side hustle, that might work.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd love leave,
3: to do the carnival summer circuit. <laughs> leave my talk. Go work at uh, the stage. Wow. <laughs>
2: I've always thought I'd be good at guessing people's ages, and I weight would be a little bit of a struggle for me, but I could fine tune it. Wow, that was exciting! All right, let's talk about the uh, topic today.
3: <laughs> well, yes, now that you've uh, oh, that was exposed great. her age. Let's uh, tell the topic today is HBO series trivia. HBO series <laughs> trivia. Oh, boy. Okay, we're not going to go too deep with this one. Just HBO series trivia, and Kirsten, you can play with either Donna or Steve today. You're playing for a My Talk T-shirt plus a Voyager DVD Blu-ray combo pack. So who do you think is going to lead you to victory, Donna or Steve?
0: Well, given Donna's um, very dismayed sigh that she just gave, I think, not that I don't love you, Donna, but I think I'll try Steve. That is fair. Okay, (laughs) Okay. bye, everybody.
2: Here we go. We'll see you soon, Donna. This is going to be great. Kirsten, let's do this.
0: You got it.
3: (sighs) All right, Kirsten, we'll come back to you at the end, and you and Steve can work together however you need to to figure out whatever ones he feels he is uncomfortable, or not uncomfortable, but unsure about. Steve, you ready to go? I think so. All right, bud. The Wire took place in what American city? Baltimore. What beloved children's show debuted in 2016 on HBO? Sesame Street. How many seasons are there of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm?
2: This is tricky. So I feel like there was a six-season run the first go-around, maybe seven. And then it came back for a few seasons. I'm going to say in total, nine seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right. Uh, feels around about. Well, we can um, go to Kirsten and see how yeah, she feels let's go about to it. Yeah, Kirsten. How do you feel about that answer?
0: Well, I hate to say I've not heard of, um, the, well, I've heard of them. I haven't seen them. and I, But I do know the second one is probably not Bethany Street. <laughs>
2: No, no, let me tell you, it is. They got the rights to it and they now get first run episodes and then they go to PBS after and you can actually tell the production value difference. The lighting has (laughs) changed since it went went. To HBO, I'm not kidding. Let's lock him in. Let's just Kirsten. I'm overriding you. Let's lock him in. Okay?
0: You go right ahead because you know more about Sesame Street. Your kids are way younger than mine, so I will. Well, I know you're 48.
2: Well, you- but <laughs> you have the voice. You have the voice of a 47 year old.
3: Based on that answer, Kirsten, you probably picked the right person because wow, that was uh, that knew every angle and every level of that last question. So, yeah. All righty. Now we bring
2: you? in Donna Valentine. Here she comes. All right, let's find out. She's getting her headphones on. It
3: always gives you that surprise uh. look like, oh, me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: I know. It's just amazing. Um, Donna, may we ask, what did you do with your time? Doodled?
0: I was trying to buy Eagles tickets. Oh. <gasps>
2: <gasps> <laughs> did you invite us? Or? Um, well,
0: they're like $249 a What a piece. cool
3: gift that would be.
0: That would be nice. Yeah, Father's Day is
3: coming up. <laughs> yeah, you know, damn it's right it is. my last day with you guys on Friday. I yes. decided I
0: don't want to spend $249 on Eagles tickets.
3: But you did for oh, us. I appreciate that. No, thanks, thanks. okay, Donna, though. <laughs> okay, though. All right, Donna, you ready to go? Yes. Let's try this out. Kirsten, we'll come back to you at the end here. The Wire took place in what American city? Detroit. What beloved children's show debuted in 2016 on HBO?
0: The Muppets.
3: How many seasons are there of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm?
0: Oh, come on. Really? I got to play number Uh, five, five seasons. I think he went into a sixth. I'm just going to say five seasons, final answer.
2: Here's what I like about how we both answered the question about The Wire. We both gave different cities, and we both answered them immediately Confidently. and with confidence. Yep. Yes. One of us was right. One of us was wrong. Yes. First
3: answer, The Wire took place in what American city? Steve, you were correct. It was Baltimore. You were up one to nothing. It was not Detroit, Donna. I apologize there. I figured these ones would be kind of a little bit... I was hoping you'd get down to the kind of the seasons question here, but it doesn't look like that'll be the case. What Beloved Children's Show debuted in 2016 on HBO? Steve said Sesame Street. Donna said The Muppets. It was, in fact, Sesame Street. Suck it. Steve is up two to nothing. And lastly, how many seasons are there of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm? Donna went with five seasons. Steve went with nine seasons. If we're doing prices Right, which we're not, but just for the fun of it, we will. Steve won because there were ten seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Meaning, I would just say... You know
0: what gets me?
2: Oh, here she goes.
0: First of all, I don't believe Steve has HBO.
2: I have HBO Max. Max.
0: Oh, you, that's right, you do.
2: I doubt. I <laughs> <right>, right. <laughs> I I we well, talked recently. about it a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um, you probably really never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm.
2: You know, never thought it was quite as funny as I wanted it to be. Oh, it's the best.
0: There were some I think it's episodes funnier than Seinfeld.
2: Me too. Way better. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I. I mean, I've laughed at some episodes, but then some of them just. Eh, I'm out on. All
0: you right. Know. I. I Sesame Street Anything felt too else? pedestrian to me, so that's why I went with the Muppets.
2: It was a huge deal, yeah. and I was telling, um, old bag of bones, Kirsten, that um, <laughs> it's wow. that you can see the production value has changed once it went to HBO. They put a little more money behind it. And so now they get the first run of Sesame Street episodes, and then it goes to PBS. And you can legitimately tell in the intro. It's changed. It looks great. I don't know. What do you want me to do? Kirsten, you are my baby boo-boo bear. Nice and job, Kirsten. Let's celebrate together. You just want a shirt.
3: And a Voyager, Voyager's Blu-ray DVD digital combo pack as well. So, Congratulations. The score is now 57-55, and I will come up with something fun for the last one on Friday.
0: Let's do a tiebreaker for fun. Ooh,
3: tiebreaker. Hell,
2: breaker. I, as today's winner, would be willing to gamble my point that I just won in something that they call double or nothing.
0: Does that mean that I lose a point?
2: Nope, you won't lose. I could add a point to today, or you would rob me of my victory.
0: I'm not going to take any chances today. Today. Thank you. <laughs> but I would like to, for funsies.
2: Absolutely. I'd be happy right. to do that.
3: All right. If you know the answer, just say it when you know it. What HBO reality show about a car would be considered an early pioneer of reality television?
0: Hmm. Okay, mm. hang on a second. Mm.
3: Reality show about a car. Huh. It's not necessarily, it could be, it takes place in a car
0: oh donna donna um it's that um uh steve. it's the game it's the game that they play in new york in the cab cash cab.
2: no, no taxi cab confessions damn it steve was right hey!
0: <laughs> Boo!
2: <laughs> Boo. all right you're kirsten, that there. was another one for us buddy
0: Oh uh, man uh, <sighs> uh, bye kirsten K-
2: wait hang on no, hang on we gotta cool. go we got a tip Wait, just Kirsten, what's next on your agenda? Donna tries to rush him out when she's lost. What's next on your <laughs> agenda today?
0: I have to go to work for a little while. Then, um, I don't know, work in the yard after work.
2: Nice. It's it's very hot to be
0: careful out there.
2: Yeah. yeah. All right. I, All right do, so
0: I don't mind the heat, so I'm one of those crazy people. Oh, that oh my I Lord.
2: I oh, Lord. Oh, We I would
0: never
3: get along. I spent the whole night last night outside. Oh, I was throwing Me football too.
2: with my uh, my son. We did about eight minutes, and so we were like, "Let's let's tap out." And they come to find <laughs> out, it was ninety nine degrees at I, that time. And
0: I was on Pryor Lake for about three hours. Oh, oh my
2: gosh! How's a Twins game? Had a couple beverages.
3: Oh, Holy look grand.
0: at us! Yeah. Okay, full circle. Ready for a tip? Yes. yes. Here we go. Time for a tip.
1: King. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy.
0: This is fun. Okay. There's an annual report called the Over the Counter Guide, and they list the top products that pharmacists recommend. Okay. So these are ten different ailments, (laughs) and what they recommend for that ailment. Like,
1: is a headache
2: on there?
0: Yes. No. What do they recommend? Tylenol.
2: No, that's got to be Excedrin. No, it's got to be ibuprofen. Tylenol is for Uh, the birds.
0: Ibuprofen's for cramps. Tylenol's for the birds?
2: Tylenol sucks.
0: Excedrin's great because it's got caffeine, aspirin, and acetaminophen, I believe.
2: My mom's friend was in labor with a migraine back in the 80s, and she said the doctors brought her in a six-pack of Coca-Cola for the caffeine.
0: That's smart. Thank you. Allergies, Claritin.
2: Absolutely. You can get the knockoff, too. It doesn't the do anything. Does
0: I take one every day. It does nothing for me. Nothing. Thank you. Uh, for kids, children's Claritin. Best sunscreen?
2: Uh, zinc oxide.
0: Neutrogena. Best thing for bug bites, which I have one.
2: The bug bite thing?
0: Um. It. Yeah, after bite. Oh, okay. bee stings. There's, I think you just kind of, it's like a chapstick looking oh. thing. Or uh,
2: Check out the Shark Tank thing. It's called the Bug Bite thing. And it goes right over top of where your bite is. And then you pull up like you would a syringe to draw medicine out of a tube. And it sucks up the uh, venom. The venom and all the junky crap no in there.
0: Way! Love that. <laughs> it's called the Bug Bite thing? It's
2: actually called the Bug Bite thing.
0: Okay. Uh, for coughs, you want to use Delsum. Comes in an orange box. And number one for kids is Dimetap.
2: Nice.
0: If you get the flu, TheraFlu.
2: Never have taken it in my life. I think, don't you have a prescription? No. Oh, okay.
0: Don't you put it in water, hot water? Ah! It's like a packet.
2: Yeah, I think it's like a tea.
0: Yeah. Supposed to be the best. Best multivitamin is Centrum. What did I say?
2: You said Centrum.
0: (laughs) What did I say before that? Best.
2: Multivitamin. I did. Okay. Yeah. Tana. Um, Look at me.
0: How many fingers am I holding up? Okay.
2: Lord. That's my worst nightmare. I'm going to be with her live on the air during an episode.
0: Best pregnancy test is first response. Best over the counter option for, oh, for acne, Differin gel. Nice. Differin gel. And the best hand sanitizer is Purell. Thank you, Minneapolis. Awesome job. Thank you. I'm giving myself the oh, clap.
1: Okay,
2: I'll clap too. Now Thank I feel you. obliged. Okay, bye bye.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay, no, we've, uh, we, what are we, we doing? Come
2: back. When we come back, Donna, I was talking to her on the phone this morning and she's just had it with the Royals drama. Mm-hmm. We will find out what exactly is setting her off in this moment when we come back talking Royals next on Donna and Steve on My Talk.
0: All right, we're back. It's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk, 1071. Everything Entertainment, thank you so much for listening.
2: Appreciate you. What's the name of that song that the Queen comes out to? Is there a Queen a song that the Queen comes out to yes. in the royal family? What is that called?
0: It's called
2: Save the Queen. S- Save
0: the Queen. I just made it up. Oh, know. Donna.
2: I just Googled that. It's, oh, it's called God Save the Queen? No, oh. that's by the Sex Pistols. That's different. Ah. Doesn't <laughs> she come out to something? Um...
0: The National Anthem, maybe? Yeah, the National Anthem is God Save the Queen.
2: God Save the Queen?
0: I think so. Huh. All right. All right. Why are you asking this question? Because well, you I wanted was... to him to hit it?
2: No, no. I wanted to actually... Um, I was trying to see if I could support your story as you're really irritated by the royals It's not with some music.
0: It's just like... <clears throat> All right, I'll start saying things. Okay.
2: Okay, and I'll play God Save the Queen in the background. No, Prince Grant. Harry. I got it.
0: And Meghan Markle, they are now threatening the BBC after the network reported that the former for, 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 for. <laughs> the formal the former, <laughs> former <laughs> royal's did not ask for the queen's blessing to name their infant daughter Lilibet. Okay, so Lilibet is the nickname that prince philip had for queen elizabeth because when she was a child she couldn't pronounce her own name super cute super cute love that they named her after this so it's all the back and forth did they ask permission of the queen did they not i'm sorry i can name my kid whatever i want people
2: here she goes y'all
0: I mean, who cares? Stop trying to make a story where there is no story. Um, The BBC said a Buckingham Palace source says the queen was never asked about it. Now, the Daily Beast is saying that their legal team has issued a rare legal warning to the papers advising them not to repeat that allegation that they had named their second child after Queen Elizabeth without asking her first spokesperson for the couple fires back saying the queen was indeed supportive when Harry told her about uh, about it ahead of time and that the couple would not have used the name if she objected. So, knock it off, okay? There are people who are, I read an article yesterday, um, can't even call it an article, it was just a blip, that said they're using this name so they can milk it So that they, you know, can make money, continue to make money living in California and all that Mm. and like come on. Who cares?
2: I wonder. Mm -hmm. Grant, give me the God Save the Queen, the real the real deal, McNeil. I wonder if you pulled people in Great Britain.
0: Pulled people pulled or pulled
2: like, pulled them? Like,
0: ah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Let go of me! No, pulled.
0: Pulled. If you did a
2: survey in Great Britain, we can immediately eliminate the monarchy. Act like it was never here.
0: No, they would... They.
2: You think they would keep it?
0: I think so. I do think it's weird. It is very... Because it's really just... Um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a. It's like a. It's fake. They don't have any power. Like, what kind of power does the queen have?
2: I don't know.
0: They don't. they never
2: not, understood the royal wedding or the ru- royal family
0: ruling the country.
2: Didn't we turn this into my country, Tis of the. What an American thing.
0: Yeah, that's great. We took
2: God Save the Queen and said, yeah, <laughs> remix. <laughs>
0: I just, uh, it's I, like an honorary thing.
2: Donna, I, I know. When Willie got married, Prince Willie, 10 years ago, to Catherine, I was handed a binder. We did live coverage oh. on Reels, and I distinctly remember this meeting where there were about eight of us at the table. We all had binders full of papers that we had to go through and read up on this and the protocol of that and at the ceremony, once this happens, then the next thing happens. And there was a guy who was there who was helping us with it because he had spent time in the UK as some sort of a talking head on a morning show. And he was educating us. So then when we had questions, he would explain something to us. And then they were in our ear during the broadcast explaining, hey, the time on this should be happening now. And it was just so layered and nuanced and detailed and it just felt like we were playing house. Yes. Yes. But they're playing castle.
0: Exactly. But here's the deal. So they it says here that the Queen plays a constitutional role in opening and dissolving um, parliament and approving bills before they become law. But then I see somewhere else that despite her influence worldwide, she really holds no real power in British government. I know, and that yet they get paid. The queen's net worth. What do you think it is as of twenty twenty?
2: Uh, twenty five million.
0: Net worth.
2: Don't judge my answer. No,
0: I. I just want to make sure we understood one yep. another. Okay. Uh, no, it fell to four hundred and sixty million last year. Hmm. So what's up with
2: that? Ooh, I don't know. Ooh,
0: wah, ooh, I, here are not? Yeah. What's, up What's up with that? that? What's, up What's up with that? that? How's that on? Um, okay, so here are things she does have the power to do. Open parliament sessions. Cool. Legitimize laws. Now, parliament has the power to make the laws, but the queen must sign off on a proposed bill before it officially goes into effect. Okay, she well, can that's a- power. She can appoint ministers to the crown. Hmm. including advisors and cabinet officials. She can pardon criminals. She could give a royal pardon to anyone convicted of a crime. She doesn't use it much, though. Uh, no. She can issue passports.
2: Oh, well, uh, I needed her a few years back. I was in a real bind.
0: Oh, that's a bummer.
2: Coming up on a trip. and yeah,
0: She commands the, the armed forces. She can declare war. Oh my. So, I guess that's powerful.
2: Yeah, she's got some power. Maybe more power than we give her credit for. Ooh. Hey, hey, hey. What is up with that? Tell me
0: what is up with that. When we come back, the very first trailer for the movie The Eyes of Tammy Faye has been released. We'll uh, listen to a little bit of that. Jessica Chastain will be playing the role of Tammy Faye Baker. So we'll get to that right after a dirt alert from Grant coming up next on My Talk.